Hello and welcome back to another reading. Today's reading is going to be Good Boy Gojo by the Hooligan P. You really can't remember anything else? You asked incredulously. I told you, that's all I remember. John says in frustration. You sigh. You didn't mean to torture this man, but you needed all the evidence up front and make sure that there was no inconsistencies in the story. I'm just going to ask you to repeat everything that happened last night in detail. You lean back against the desk chair, lifting the throat blanket higher on your legs. Fine, like I said before. His voice was considerably more aggravated than before. I had just gone out of my six hour shift at the restaurant. I took the route I took every day. I stopped at the store for soda and I finished my walk to the building. It takes around 10 minutes for me to do these stops. I clearly saw my apartment number and that's why I was able to open the door with my key. I was so tired, so I just walked inside, took off my jacket, and then some woman with a towel started screaming at me to get out. I didn't know what was happening. I thought she was an intruder, so I started, we ended up starting screaming at each other. And she told me this was her apartment. She called the police on me and I stepped out of the apartment showing them my apartment number. But when I checked, it was a different floor with a different apartment number. It was like as if someone was switching it, as if it was a prank. And then the police came and put me in jail. The story didn't feel right to you. It's as if something was missing. Or maybe he was suffering from something mental. It could be stress. Well, I have the results of the drug test, you said, making sure to keep a bank expression on your face. His shoulders lifted. You could observe his social cues and you could see a little bit of paleness on him. The drug test came out negative. But that doesn't let you off the hook. The police will be coming for you and you did technically break into a single woman's home and that does not fly. The best thing we could do is plead for temporary sanity due to stress. John nods vigorously. Best thing we can do, that way that we can push community service route. But this is only going to require a psychological evaluation. We already have character statements which is missing with Kilua and I'll follow up with him. A knock interrupts you. Miss YN. You hear the baritone voice of your colleague, Levi. He was sharply dressed in his grayscale three-piece suit. You nod acknowledgement of his presence. Yes, come in. He opens the door, a stack of paperwork in his hand. Here, as he requested, Levi said, placing them on the de black desk. Well, that'll be all for today. Please meet with the front desk girl. She will send you to our associates and we'll meet up here in two weeks. John shakes your hand, leaving the room quickly, focusing your attention on Levi. What is it that you want? Look, I know you're all badass lawyer lady right now, but would you like to go out with us, you know, everyone, to the bar tonight? Levi says. He had been trying to get you to go out with him and the rest of your co-workers, but you had your nerdiest activities to do. Need to go home to feed the cat, Neko, maybe some online gaming, sometimes reading. Mm. You see, I would, but don't start that sentence, Levi says. 
A sharp eye slicing through your bullshit faster than a knife. What happened to being more sociable? Well, I don't know. You put your hand on the cold desk. I want to be, but like, I like being home. Sometimes I need to just recharge my social battery. I got a little chuckle out of Levi. His hands place pours firmly against the smooth cold desk. You should try seeing more people. You lean back on your chair, full of annoyance. Fine, I'll just go to Starbucks and work on my shit. That way I'm at least in a public setting. Fine. But next time you're coming out. You nod in agreement, trying to get him to leave your office. He took the hint and with a quick hand wave, he dismissed himself, closing the door. Okay, let's get all this shit ready, you think. Scan the paperwork file and send it into an encrypted folder. You grab your laptop and leaving your suit jacket behind your chair. It was already 6pm and <laughs> you fixed your miniskirt and put on your 2 inch block heels that were mainly for decoration because you didn't like to walk in them. Hey, I'm leaving for a while. Uh, I don't believe I have any appointments today, but if you need me, I'll be across the street. Just text me. Got it, the desk secretary says. The chime on the door rings. Welcome, the barista says. Hello, can I have a camel vente frappe? The barista smiles and then prepares your drink quickly. You pay and walk to the wall where you sit by the last table at the corner. Placing your earbuds securely in your ear to another the world, soft alternative music playing and taking you into your focus place. Time went on and you sat there on your laptop reading the witness statements. Enjoying the sweet bitterness of the coffee. Your mind raced. As you read the statements, it was like everyone has the same pattern. John was a really nice guy and that there was no break-in slash force entry. It was strange. If only you could get your hands on some video footage, this would be down as a mistake and the case would be dropped. You rub your forehead in frustration, taking a sip of the lector's life that was your cold coffee. Anger flooded you as you ended up spitting out a little bit of it since you felt someone's body bumping against you. What the fuck? You turned around to see who bumped into you. You turned to see a tall, blindfolded man with purple hair. He was uncomfortably close, his glossy lips inches away from yours, his hand placed on the back of your chair. Oh, sorry, sweetie, he said with a flirtation. You couldn't help but the scowl on your face. Who the fuck walked around with a blindfold on? Or some social media guy trying to get like some content out of you figured. You ignored his comment and focused back on your work. The stack of napkins across your peripheral vision. Your head turns to see what the hell was happening. And of course, your eyes focus on the blindfolded guy again. He smiles, kind of a cute boyish charm. Here you go, he says. Fall slowly as you inspect this kid. Thank you. You reach out, taking the napkins, but his hand turn holds yours, interlocking his long fingers. His nails were trim and shiny. What the hell is happening? You wonder. But you didn't pull back, investing into things where, where things were going. You have a name, pretty girl? He asked. 
Yes. But you add nothing else. He just laughs. You're funny. Mine's is Gojo. Underground star. You may not have heard of me. You pull back your hand. That was more than enough information. He grabs a seat beside you, flipping the chair backwards and sitting with his legs wide, chin resting on the back of the chair. He's dressed in all black, a strong contrast to the beige skin with purple hair, purple white hair. You continue to read your files, refusing to pay this fool any attention. What brings a pretty girl like you to sit by herself? If you ask me, that should be fine. He says, his arm wrapped around the chair. Listen, child. Whoa there, he says, interrupting you. I'm a whole man, 27 years old, and a great teacher if I say so myself. You couldn't help but not to believe him. You're still younger than me. You say, hoping that that would make him leave. Yes, he was attractive, but he still gave you the fuckboy vibes. The last thing you needed were 2am texts asking you to up. It's just nothing pretty girl, he says with a smile. I'm sorry. I can't take someone with a blindfold seriously. You rest your hand in your hand, now no longer paying attention to the files. Oof, he says with an exaggerated face. That hurts. Where's the love? Missing, so matter of fact, Leandy smiles. I'll tell you a secret. Please keep it to yourself, you say reflexively. He laughs. Come on. I was gonna say, if you were to see my eyes, that would give me an unfair advantage since they're just so beautiful. <sighs> you breathe deeply, rolling your eyes, but giving a little smile. He took this as an invitation. You took another sip of your drink. So, not only am I humble, you press your lips together, try not to spit off your coffee, but I am gorgeous. You grab the napkin, dabbing it over your lips. I don't want to win your affections with just my looks, but my personality as well. Well, if you have a teaching job, then I am concerned for your students. You say, reaching out to your bag to grab your phone and the lip tint. Using your phone as a mirror, you carefully applied it. Damn, girl, I never been so jealous of lip glosses in my life, Gojo said. He made you feel subconscious a bit with the heating pool and the pit of your stomach. But don't worry about my students, they're good. Now, I'm just worried that I'll never know the name of the pretty face and sex and body. He bit the corner of his lips, slowly releasing it. Oh, what a fuckboy, you think. But he was a pretty guy. You didn't need to see his eyes to know that. Sensei, a voice breaks into your thoughts. You turn in the direction of the sound. Seeing a young boy with pink hair waving his hands towards you. Hi, Gojo says happily. You turn back to your work. Maybe he was a teacher. He looked like a high school student. What are you doing here, Dory asks. Oh, I'm just here with a pretty girl. Gojo says, pointing at you. Hi, I'm Itadori, the boy who teaches himself. Ah, uh, fuck me, you think. He got me. Hello, Itadori. He says, looking at you, what if you just hit yourself? You can feel the smugness raining of radiating off of Gojo. I'm YN. Gojo laughed with delight. Itadori looks between you both and confused. 
thanks Itadori here get yourself some coffee or something Gojo passes a 20 to Itadori oh thanks Itadori grabs a 20 and hops over to the barista so it's YN Gojo says rolling a name on his tongue a sly smile of satisfaction on his lips he leans closer to the chair can I know what you're working on look I'm a lawyer you say hoping to intimidate him most people were when it came to lawyers you were careful to neglect that you worked specifically in criminal law he leaned in closer oh that's cool independent lady he says you close your laptop okay that should stop whatever the hell is going on here why he asks innocently is it because you're scared of me or is it because you want to take me for a ride and you don't want to fall for me oh please do not get ahead of yourself you say oh or is it that you just trash in bed your jaw dropped excuse you if you trash in bed and cannot handle this just say so i'll leave if that's the case your blood boiled with his shitty accusations. I have an undefeated dick game, and I can't have someone who's trash and the writing game is weak, you know. You breathe deeply, trying to push his shitty words out of your mind. First off, what makes you think I can't handle you, young boy? You say it as an insult. He sucks his air to his teeth. It's the vibe. You know, you probably don't even take dick like that, you know? He adds with a laugh. You seem like a four inches, like, maximum girl. I want you to know this preposterously plump punani can handle way more than that, you said defensively. A playful smile makes you proceed the rub. Preposterously plump, is it? He asks. You block any embarrassment from peering through your thoughts. Yes. Some might even say that it's one of the Niagara Falls. You add unsure of how far to go. Well, now I have to see some of my own eyes. Don't you wish you could? You say, heat rising in your body. His hands reach just for you and you let him grab. A stem rubs along your soft skin, giving you tingles. He leans into your ear, the scent of the light cologne on his neck reaching your nose. I will have to taste you on my tongue and prove that you're wrong. He whispered, his teeth nibbling in your ear. You suppress the moan, feeling the moisture of your fabric of your paintings. You press your fingertips to his smooth face. Fine, you whisper, but you better not disappoint. He smiled and kissed him in the neck. Just saying, so you know, I've never had a dissatisfied person, and I won't start now, he said, getting up. You shoved everything into your bag, grabbing your coffee in one hand as he hailed the cab. Gojo opened the cab door, ushering him inside. He holds your skirt as you enter. Gojo gives the address to his home and immediately grabbed you by your button of shirt, pulling you in for a deep kiss. His hand grabs along your waist, your head tilts, letting more access to your lips. His soft lips press down on yours. His other hand moved up from your shirt to the nip of your neck, gliding down your head. His heat was intoxicating. Something inside you feared the loss of control. Yet you wrap your legs over his. He moaned the pool. Here we are, the cab driver interrupted. Gojo pulls back. Thanks. He pulled out cash and hands it to him. He grabs 
your hand. You look out to a large condo building. You didn't have time to be impressed as Gojo pulls into the large lobby with three front desk agents. Welcome, they all say in unison, but Gojo ignores them, pulling into a large elevator. You enter the elevator and he presses the top floor, swiping his card. Desire bubbles in you and you hug him from behind, your hands exploring his tone abs. He grabs a copy from your hands while drinking the rest of it. The door opens to a large penthouse apartment. Come in, he says with a bustle voice. So come on in, he says, lust in his voice. He goes to a large kitchen area, throwing out the coffee cup. You want some? He says, waving a bottle of Patron. Sure, why not get more reckless? He smiles, pouring a shot. You walk towards him and he places a shot glass between your breast. In one more moment, your ass is leaning against the kitchen island. His lips devouring yours, his hands pressed beside you. Gojo lowers himself, licking the tips of your breast. Taking the shot glass into his mouth, he pours over his. He spits out the glass and his mouth immediately covers yours. You taste the patron spilling into your mouth. Your eyes close, feeling the warm liquor spilling down your throat and down the corners of your mouth. Your head spins as the pleasure is mixing and you spread your legs around him. He moves closer, filling in the area with his erection, pressing it against your core. He pulls away, licking the patron that spilled from your lips to your breast. His hand roams over your waist as he pulls you to the kitchen island. Gojo pulls down your button shirt. The button shirt rips out open, buttons flying. He cuffs your press, tugging them free from your bra and they spill over and enhance it immediately explore. Gojo's head bends and he pops a nipple into his mouth, sucking on your breast. His tongue flips back and forth on your nipples. You grab his hand, placing it over your moistened core. His fingers rub through your moist panties. You grab his face, kissing him, and he moves your panties to the long side, one long finger entering you. Your tongue dances with him, tasting the taste of a man, the patron, and making your toes curl. His fingers tapped against your upper walls and you moan into his mouth. Oh yeah, you like that? He says with a self-satisfied smile. <laughs> it's okay, you said, licking your lips. Now allow me to teach you a few things, sensei. He smiles, his fingers exiting you. You grab his face and place it two fingers in his mouth. This is how you do it. You push your fingers gently to the back of his tongue, tears spilling down his face. Your fingers walk back and forth, exploring the soft wetness of his mouth. You can hear him gag, and you push your fingers deeper, and then hook it around his tongue. You pulled it out of his mouth. You rubbed your pussy on his pants while getting a small whimper. With another, you unbutton his pants and freed his massive cock, the pink head of leaking pre-cum. Using his pre-cum as the way, you stroke the top of his cock, rubbing between his fingers. Who's a good boy, you ask. He moans as you tongue on his tongue. Not good enough, you let go of his tongue and tug on the edge of his blindfold. He removes it for you, his long white lashes showing bright blue eyes. His eyes are just blue as the light midnight summer sky. Tears fall down his bottom white lashes, trailing down his angular face, staining the pink of his cheeks. On your knees, you say. He obeys sitting on the floor, the hands on his laps. 
His big blue eyes staring at you. Who's a good boy? You ask him. I am. You're a good boy. You cup his face, squeezing it. Good, you smile. You hop off the island. Gojo sat there waiting for you to move. You stepped around him, backing him up and dropping your shirt to the floor. Your eyes fall into the balcony in a large pool inside. Follow me, you say. You can hear the rustling of his clothes. Stated. You had him drop to the tile floor. Stretch your skirt, opening the glass door, and stepping aside all the potted trees and plants. This is way too luxurious. You thought, how much money does this man make? You drop your skirt and you look back at Gojo watching him crawl on his knees towards you. His large hands outstretched, his black jacket undone, and his affection visible parallel to his stomach. You drop into the cool water, feeling the coolness on your hot skin. Your head drops low and you can see the skyline of the city skyscrapers, the highways glittering lights. Your breathing comes out slowly, forming bubbles floating around you, straight to the top. Gojo waits patiently, his legs now bare in the water he sits on the edge. Clothes piled up next to him. You smile, motioning closer. He jumps in, swimming towards you. You kiss him, feeling the warmth of his body as your hands explored his thin yet toned body. You pussy quiver in anticipation. His head drops low and swiftly, removing your underwear, pushing your legs aside as his lips curl around your sex. His hot mouth warming your cold body, you breathe slowly. Letting your body come up, floating peacefully, your hard nipples sensitive to the cold, while his strong hands rub on them. Gojo's tongue entered you, wiggling around your insides, his white hair cascading around your thighs. His hands rub up and down your belly and your breast. You grab onto his hair, gliding him, his tongue makes circles around your clit, sucking softly. The pleasure explodes out of you. Your head pulls back. Water covers your eyes as your breathing grows ragged. Inhaling deeply, you sink into the water. Grabbing onto Gojo's hips, you pop up on him and you lick the, his neck, tasting the saltiness of skin. Your hands around his back as you maneuver yourself, letting his cock rub against your interests. You want more? You ask. Yes, he says breathlessly. Yes, what? You say, allowing the tip to answer. <laughs> yes, please, M mommy. He moans, his head looking up to the sky. Good boy. Using your legs as an anchor, you drop yourself on him, taking his full cock. Oh, fuck, you moan. His warm spread inside you. You rocked your hips back and forth, and he bit his lip, and he began to move himself. I told you, he said between breaths. You gotta take me all. You nod and his hips move quickly, spreading deeper than anyone ever had. Your nails dug into his back. His cock opened your womb. His hands around your hips. Please, more mommy. What was that, you asked, rocking your hips slowly? More, please. You laugh. You move slower, edging him on. Please, please, mommy, he begs. Only because I am so merciful. 
You grab onto his ass, forcing him inside you deep, and you let the pace of smacking his ass. I'm going to come, Koja cries. You think I would just let you? Please, please, mommy, let me come. You smile. No, not yet. You still with a small giggle, tears forming in his eyes, and you wipe away the tears. Fine, you say. Gojo's dust wildly into you. His dust hard and deep, desperate for your hot walls clamping around you. You push your orgasm to the forefront, and his body stiffens, crying out. You ride him. Oh fuck, oh fuck. Gojo moans, his face reddening. I already came, I'm too fucking sensitive. You run him harder, revealing his cries, his head laid on your chest. His arms held your wrist, and your body erupted with pleasure. You floated onto the water, your release making you lighter. You gaze into the star-filled skies, satisfaction bringing you back to a low hum. Go to some around you. Hey, pretty girl, he said with a mischievous smile. How about we do this again on the regular? I'm going to take a guess here and say you're into older woman. He chuckles, allowing himself to float beside you. You could say I'm interested in doing this again, you say, holding his hand, but I'll have to think about that. And that was the end. I hope that you enjoyed this reading. Thank you.